Alright mate, and welcome to the Brit Speak Pod. The podcast designed to help you understand British life, British culture, and of course, British English. So, let's get cracking. Hey up everyone, how are you doing today? I'm not too bad, thanks for asking, and welcome to a very special occasion. It's the very first episode, episode 001 of the Brit Speak pod, and I'm delighted that you're here to be a part of it. You might be asking yourself, what is the Brit Speak pod? Well, don't worry, we're going to get to that in a minute. In this episode, I'm going to tell you what's going on. I'm going to tell you who I am. Maybe you don't even know who I am. I'm also going to tell you what you can expect in upcoming episodes. And I'm also going to show you a little trick to help you understand 95% of every conversation you hear in the next few days. So be sure to stick around for that. But today, yeah, we're talking about the Brit Speak pod. Who is it even for? What is the point of this thing? Well, the Brit Speak pod is a brand new podcast I've started and it's designed for people just like you, intermediate and advanced level English learners. I'll be honest, this podcast is not designed for beginners. If you're a beginner, great, but you might find it a bit tricky, to be honest with you. You might find it a bit difficult. Even if you're intermediate and advanced, you might find it a bit difficult, but you're a bit more equipped to deal with the challenges of dealing with me and my natural accent and my weird British English. This show is also designed for people who want to work in the UK or they want to study in England or they just want to live you know, we're British people and do what British people do. If that sounds like you, you're in the right place. Maybe you're already living in England. I don't know. Only you know that. I've never met you face to face. So, you know, I don't know you yet. Yet is the key word. We'll get to know each other as these episodes go along. And I also make this podcast for people that want to learn to communicate with British people. They want to learn British English. They want to be able to understand British TV shows and British movies and British songs and and all that good stuff that comes out of Great Britain. So if that sounds like you, I'm here to tell you that you're in the right place. But you might also be asking yourself, who is this guy? Who's this voice that I can hear? Who am I actually listening to? Well, let me introduce myself. I should have probably introduced myself a bit quicker, but you know, them's the breaks. I'm just introducing myself now. So that's just how it's going to be. Anyway, it's lovely to meet you. My name is Dan. My full name is Daniel, but nobody ever calls me Daniel. Well, my mom calls me Daniel when I did something I shouldn't have done, you know, when I'm in trouble and she's like, Oi, Daniel, that kind of thing. (laughs) But yeah, please call me Dan because I haven't done anything wrong yet. So, you know, and I'm a Sheffield boy. I was born and raised in Sheffield, South Yorkshire in England. And that means obviously I've got a bit of a Yorkshire accent. Uh, I grew up in Yorkshire doing Yorkshire things. 
until one day when I was 32 years old. I went to Manchester airport and I got on a plane to Japan where I now live. I live in Japan and I've lived here since 2016. And I live with my wife. She's called Erica. She's a Brazilian woman who I met in Japan. That's a weird one. I never expected when I came to Japan that I'd meet a Brazilian woman and get married, but sometimes life works in mysterious ways and I'm very, very happy that that happened. So yeah, I've been married for a few years now to Eri-chan, uh, as I call her, but it's lovely. And we live in a place called Shiga. Shiga is a prefecture in Japan. It's kind of near Kyoto. And it's famous for having Japan's biggest lake, which is called Lake Biwa. And it's proper massive. If you look at it on Google Maps, you have to zoom out for ages until you can see it all in one part of the map. I drove around it. Well, I drive around it every year. But this year I drive around it. I Sorry, I drove around it, I should say. And it takes all day. It's like 250 kilometers all the way around or something. It's a massive lake plenty of water in it so that's where i live in japan and i live with erica obviously and two cats i have two cats uh, called melon and pan because in japan there's a special kind of sweet bread called melon pan so you know it's kind of one cat it's called melon the other cat is called pan and you put it together and you get melon pan so yeah they're a nightmare to be honest they're lovely i love them but sometimes when I'm recording these podcasts, you'll hear little cats, you know, running round or meow, meow, something like that. I apologize in advance, you know, but that's probably coming at some point. Free time. I love music, especially punk rock music. I can play guitar, bass, drums, you know, loads of stuff. And at university, I studied sound recording. So that's working in music studios and theaters and doing sound for movies and stuff like that. Now, the next question at this point that people usually ask me is, Dan, why did you go to Japan? And it's a very simple answer. And it's obvious when you think about it. But the reason I got on that plane from Manchester Airport to move to Japan is to become a Pokemon master. Of course it is. That's the only reason anybody ever comes to Japan is to become a Pokemon master. Of course. Now... You may have guessed that that was a bit sarcastic. Of course, I didn't come to Japan to be a Pokemon master, but the real answer is pretty boring, truth be told. The real answer is I trained to become an English teacher and I didn't really think that I'd be needed in the UK. You know, lots of people there already speak English. So I applied for a job in Japan and I got it and here I am. But it's an interesting part of my story, to be honest, because... I moved to Japan and being an idiot like I am, I just assumed that most people in Japan would speak English. So I learned a little bit of Japanese before I got here, just enough to get by, you know, survival phrases. And I thought, ah, everybody's going to speak English anyway. So like, it'll be fine. I had a rude awakening when I got to Japan because it turns out that's not how it works. Loads of people here can't speak English. Obviously, that's why I got a job as an English teacher. But I definitely had a tough time when I first came to Japan. 
Like I couldn't communicate with the people around me. I came here on my own and I couldn't really communicate with anyone. I couldn't ask for help. I remember trying to open a bank account and it took two and a half hours using Google Translate. And in the end, the woman in the bank told me that my passport was wrong. You are? How is my passport wrong? If it's good enough to get into Japan, why is it not good enough to open a bank account? Nightmares. I also had an interesting experience at the doctor's where a camera was, how can I put this in a nice way? Introduced to my backside. And I didn't know that was going to happen because I didn't understand what the doctor was saying. So lots of nice experiences uh, when I came to Japan. But honestly, it was lonely at first because I couldn't communicate with people and life was difficult. You know, I spent ages washing my clothes with fabric softener because I didn't look at the bottle when I bought it. I couldn't read it. So, yeah, my clothes were soft, but they smelled. And <laughs> just, you know, daily life's a hassle, like going to the doctors or getting around or trying to make friends. Making friends is almost impossible when you can't speak the same language as someone. I mean, it's not impossible, but it's not easy. And I missed out on a lot of stuff. Like my career kind of suffered because of my lack of Japanese and making friends and my social life suffered because of my lack of Japanese. And I missed out on loads of opportunities to do cool stuff because my Japanese ability wasn't very good until that fateful day in the doctors when suddenly I had a camera inside me and I thought, okay, now, now is the time we're going to take Japanese seriously. So I did what anybody does. I bought some textbooks. I downloaded some apps. And I started learning Japanese seven years later. Here I am. I can function in almost all daily life situations. I've been to the dentist this morning as I'm recording this. And that was fine. Doing it all in Japanese, you know. So my world has opened. I can communicate people. I've made friends. I've done some amazing things just because I can speak Japanese. And we'll talk about all of this kind of stuff in upcoming episodes, but that's kind of my origin story, you know? Like all superheroes have an origin story. This is my origin story. I know how bad it is to go to a country when you can't talk to people around you. I know what it feels like. It's like that invisible wall between you and everyone you meet because you can't communicate with them properly. I know how hard it is to work with people that don't speak the same language as you. And I've managed to overcome most of them things, but it weren't easy. And I made a lot of mistakes along the way. And that's why I started Britspeak, to be honest. I've been teaching English in Japan for seven years, but now I focus much more on people that are on the same journey as me, but in English. You know, they want to live in the UK. They want to talk to British people. They want to use English to make their life better. That's the kind of person that I want to talk to. I want to help you do that and help you avoid all the mistakes that I made. So that's a brief introduction to me and my story to get here. But that's enough about me. Let's talk about what's in it for you in these upcoming episodes. What can you expect from the Britspeak pod. Well, I've got loads of good stuff planned. I've got episodes coming up about British English, of course. That's one of the main reasons you're listening to this thing. We're going to be talking about all the good stuff. You know, idioms, phrasal verbs, slang, all that good stuff. 
We're also going to be talking about accents and dialects because, of course, there's not just one British English accent, is there? You know, not all of us speak like the Queen does. Well, Queen used to. You know, I don't sound like people from London, for example. There's loads of different accents, loads of different dialects. And if you're going to live in the UK, you better get ready for a rude awakening. Because if you rock up in Sheffield or Manchester or Newcastle or Liverpool or wherever it is that you end up, they're not going to speak like you learned in your textbooks. So I'm going to be here to kind of help you on that side of things as well. We're also going to be looking at British culture and British events. You know, things like holidays and festivals and a little bit of an insight into how British people think about certain topics could be quite interesting because as Brits, we're a weird bunch and we do some weird things. So if you're not really sure, it's going to be a good thing to tune into those episodes. I'm also going to be giving you some tips about British life, how to survive in the UK on a day-to-day basis, how to do all the stuff that you need to do and how to actually not want to just run into sea and stay there, <laughs> you know, how to actually enjoy your life in England. Another thing we're going to be doing is I'm going to be bringing you tips about language learning in general, you know, techniques, mindsets, study hacks, whatever you want to call it. I'm going to be giving you some tips and tricks that I learned when I was learning Japanese that can translate into learning English uh, because I made loads of mistakes. I've downloaded all the crap apps, you know, I've done everything the wrong way and I'm here to tell you what works and what doesn't work. So be sure to check those episodes out as well. And it's not going to be just me. It's not just my crazy little voice that you're going to hear every week. I'm also going to have interviews with other people from time to time, other teachers, other maybe British teachers, American teachers, Australian teachers, other English teachers in general. We're also going to be having some episodes where I interview other English learners, people just like you that are overcoming the same problems you're facing. And maybe they're already living in the UK and they know what it's like to live in England. So we're going to interview some people about that kind of stuff too. And also community members, anybody who is part of the BrickSpeak community, if you've got a good story to tell, let's get you on the podcast and let's have a bit of a chat. And I'm also thinking, I haven't written this down. I've made some notes before I started recording, but I just thought about this. Maybe we could do like a monthly episode where it's like, ask BritSpeak. And I answer questions from you guys, the listeners, maybe once a month. If it sounds good, let me know and I'll try and work out how to do that. Shouldn't be too hard. It should be pretty straightforward. I think it could be a proper good laugh that, you know, you ask me some questions and I answer it and everybody's happy. Bob's your uncle. Everyone's a winner, as we say. But that's what I've got planned for the upcoming podcast cycle, podcast season. That's what's coming up in some episodes. I don't really know how how I would say that, but, you know, that's what's coming up. And if it sounds good to you, you know what to do. You know to subscribe or uh, keep checking back for latest episodes because it's going to be absolutely lovely. Now, earlier on, I did say to you that I'm going to show you a trick to help you understand 95% of the daily life conversations that you're going to face. And I weren't lying. I'm going to do that right now. So I want to ask you a question. Have you ever felt like 
you don't really know what you need to learn next, right? There's so much English out there to learn. What are you supposed to actually study next, right? Well, I've got a quick tip for you today that'll answer that question at least for a little bit. What I want you to do, I want you to open up your phone, open Google, or if you're on your computer, open a browser, Chrome or Safari or Firefox or whatever. And I want you to open that. And I want you to go to Google and I want you to Google these words. Oxford, like the university, the place in the UK, Oxford. Then the word core, like Apple core, core, and then the word 5,000. Okay, so Google Oxford Core 5000. If you don't know what this is, this is the core word list for British English. Every language has got an, an amount of words is considered the core of the language. It's the 5000 most used words in English, right? And what I want you to do, I want you to go through this list. And there's going to be so many words that you already know. I mean, this list contains words like the and at. You know what those words mean, right? They're the basics. But there's going to be some words on this list that you do not know. And I want you to write them down. I want you to make a list. You can make a list on your phone using your notes app, or you can get a pen and paper if you're old school and write them down. Okay. Next, what I want you to do every single day, I want you to take 10 minutes out of your day and learn 10 new words on that list. Even the, the website, the Oxford Core 5000 word list website has the definitions. It has the pronunciations. So learn 10 new words from that list every day until you've learned them all. After you've learned those 5000 words, most of which you'll already know. But once you've topped it up to 5000, you will be able to understand 95% of all daily conversations in English. 5,000 words doesn't seem like it's impossible, does it? It's pretty easy to learn 5,000 words and that's 95% of everything. So if I were you, that's what I would do next. I did the same thing in Japanese. In Japanese, it's about 6,000 words and it took ages, but yeah, it's got to be done. And I promise you, it'll make so much difference to your English and understanding the people around you that It'll be worth the effort, mate. It'll definitely be worth the effort. So thank you so much for paying attention to this first episode today. I want to invite you all to subscribe to this podcast. It's very easy. Open up your browser again. Go to britspeak.co forward slash britspeakpod. That's britspeak.co forward slash britspeakpod. Britspeakpod is all one word. All the information you need to subscribe to the podcast is there. And don't forget to put your email address in there so you never, ever miss an episode. Right now, there's already two other episodes live that you can listen to immediately. The first episode is about why there's no such thing as a British accent. And the other one is the 10 most used British slang words in 2023. So be, go, be sure to go and check one of them out right now. Thanks for your time today. And I'll catch you in the next episode. See you there.